Well, good morning, Merry Christmas, or the day after Christmas. Uh, welcome to the Hills Church at Home. We're actually doing live service today for everyone. Hey, uh, and take a minute, if you haven't already done so, you can go to our website, hillschurcharcadia.org. You can download the message notes. If you have any children, grandchildren, if family are still at your house, or you're at their house, we have a kids' activity sheet as well. Also, just like I did, you can reheat your coffee or get fresh coffee as we get into our, our study today. But we trust you had a great Christmas. I get one more Sunday that I get to wear my red jacket. And I always wonder on the day after Christmas, when do I actually have to take down all of these Christmas decorations? Isn't there like a specific date? Well, uh, my title today of the message is Call His Name Jesus. Call his name Jesus. Let me start by reading the verse that we've been reading every week for the last several weeks. It's actually Mark chapter 1, verse 15. And it says this, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. In fact, these are Jesus' words. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand repent and believe the gospel that should be something that we start every day with that we end our day with that we start stop and think how our day went and that we repent and we believe the gospel are we struggling with believing what god can do well repent get back into alignment with his word and trust him well let's pray today and then we'll get started into our message well, Father, we thank you that as we gather, even as we gather virtually in different homes uh, in places, we thank you that where two or three are gathered, that you are here. Father, I, I thank you that you know every heart and you know how to speak to every heart. And so, Lord, I pray today, the Lord, that you minister to each and every one of us. You know exactly what we need to hear. And so, Father, we say, speak. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to look today, uh, call his name Jesus. If you have kids or grandkids, all of us remember back to why we named our kids the names that they have. In fact, typically, um, you know, years ago, you waited to find out what you were having when the child was born. Well, over the last years, all of us typically found out what we were having and that allowed us to choose a name. And for many of us, we had a list of names. We narrowed it down. But we always chose a name based on its meaning. In fact, anytime I do a, a child dedication or a baby dedication, I always look up that child's name in both the Hebrew and Greek to find out its origin or its meaning. Because names have significance. There was a reason that we chose a name for our kids. You know, I'm convinced that we all have middle names because when we got yelled at as kids and they would yell at us with our first and middle name, we always, you know, we always showed up and had attention. That's why we had that middle name. But today I want to look at uh, the name of Jesus. In fact, we know in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14 is we get a hint of a potential name and it says this, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. 
Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel. Call his name Emmanuel. Now, Emmanuel in the Hebrew means God with us, which is a very interesting term because there was, as of Genesis 3, a separation between God and mankind. In fact, even as Isaiah is mentioning this and there's a temple, there is a divider between uh, the Holy of Holies and the people of God. In fact, that high priest would go in once a year only into the Holy of Holies and present a sacrifice of sacrifice. So even the name God with us was unusual back there when Isaiah prophesied this. So the children of Israel know that there's a Messiah coming. Now we get a reference of a God that's going to be with us. In fact, Isaiah again in chapter 9 verse 6 prophesies these names and it says, for unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. So I look at that. Jesus has five names. Think about that. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Just think of those names of Jesus. In fact, they tell everything about him. He is wonderful. He is a counselor. He is the mighty God, as the Apostle Paul will follow up in Philippians. He is the everlasting Father, and he is the Prince of Peace. In fact, he said, though he was leaving, he leaves his peace with us. So what's his name going to be? How are we going to know a name? You know, we're used to everything in, in being named something. And that's when Joseph in a dream from the angel, hears this specific name. And it says, and she talking about Mary will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus. For he will pay, save, he will save his people from his sins. So Joseph hears the name Jesus. Mary in Luke chapter 1, Mary hears this from the angel, and behold you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Interesting when you think of uh many of you maybe when you were naming your kids, each of you had a number one name. And maybe you negotiated a little bit or, or one of you chose one or one of you was told, well, you can pick the next one. They both heard this name. In fact, God did not give them the authority to name his son. He gave them the name Jesus. In fact, what's interesting back in Bible times, Jesus was a name that was used. In fact, many times we see it translated into uh uh, Joshua or, or Yeshua. So it wasn't an unusual name. In fact, we know today that sometimes we hear a name of people that's so unusual we've never ever heard that before. It wasn't an unusual name. It's interesting though in the Bible that we read uh, with certain names that we read that we can't even pronounce 
And then we come across names of Peter and John and James. Uh, so the name Jesus is specific over God's son. You know, back in Bible times, basically you would have a name. We don't see a lot of last names. And so you were, as we read, Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, or you were Paul, right, of somewhere. Or I, I was thinking, you were Ernie of El Monte. You were Ron of Monterey Park. You know, you were Michelle of Brea. You, you were referenced by your first name and then the city that you were in. But Jesus's name is different. Jesus's name is unique because of what he came to do. And though now it's God with us, and though now it is the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, you and I get to say that name now, which is the name Jesus. In fact, John says this at the end of his gospel in John chapter 20, verse 31, and he writes this, these things. He says, but these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Notice John has written this entire gospel. And yet he's, he's listed things all throughout the gospel of John. But he mentions in this last verse, and he keeps saying that you would believe. Would you believe? Would you believe? These things are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ the Son of God, and believing in his name, believing you may have life in his name. In fact, we know that, according to John, is new life. Notice we're always back to that repenting and believing the gospel. Believe in his name. Believe in the name of Jesus. You know, the demons would yell out, Jesus of Nazareth, Right? There was power in just his name and the city that it was associated with. The demons understood power in his name. In fact, the disciples, when they were sent out in the group of 70, they went out and they used the name of Jesus and did what he said to do. And they came back and they said, even the demons were subject to us because of your name. You know, the last time we had a major earthquake and we woke up in the middle of the night, the first thing came out of my mouth, Jesus. Hopefully you didn't say something else. Ho hopefully it was something that you were saying Jesus as well. You know, it's interesting that uh, the gospel is pointing us to believing in Jesus as the son of God, to believing that Jesus came amongst us, us the God with us, lived amongst us and committed no sin, died, rose again so that we could accept him as our Lord and our Savior, that we would live forever with him, but it doesn't stop there with salvation. In fact, we read early on in the book of Acts, there's just this one verse, you can read later Acts chapter 3, Acts chapter 3 verse 6, then Peter said, silver and gold I don't have. But what I do have, I give you. Now remember, this is talking about the man that was laid at the gate beautiful, 
40 years he was lame. 40 years. He's asking for alms. He's asking for money. Peter and John say, we don't have any money, but here's what I have. What I do have, I'm going to give you. And he says this, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. I don't have money to give you. That's what you think you need, but you don't need that. You need the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth spoken over you so that your body, which has been completely broken for 40 years, is now going to be healed and you're going to stand up, walk and jump and leap and run around. So notice that we go from Jesus saving the world to now the name of Jesus healing the sick, right? Healing the sick. His name pronounced. Over, over somebody completely lame, something that looks impossible. Those of you that are believing Jesus for your healing, just simply speak the name of Jesus over your body and by his stripes be healed. Notice, believe, believe, repent and believe <coughs> the gospel. Excuse me. Philippians chapter 2, verse 9 through 11 the Apostle Paul uh, says this, Therefore God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. Given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Of those in heaven and those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. His name is above every name. The God with us, the wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, the Jesus, the Jesus of Nazareth, the Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Jesus, the healer, Jesus, our savior, Jesus, the baptizer, with the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the one who is coming soon for his church. He is the name above every name. You know, when we're facing tough situations in life, whether it's physical, financial, whether it's relationships, whether we're standing and believing God for breakthrough, whether it looks impossible, there is a name above every name, and that name is, is Jesus. We just have to go back and repent and believe the gospel. Have faith in his name. Trust in his name. Those early disciples knew that it worked. His name worked, right? They can't, it worked. The early apostles used his name. They preached in his name. They healed in his name. They started churches in his name. They rebuked fever in his name. So whatever you're facing, and what's great is we get to turn a chapter, we get to new, move into a new year. Let's face it head on in the name of Jesus. Let's face it head on in strength in the name of Jesus. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are new. Let's move forward in the power of Jesus's name over our lives, over our families, over our households, 
over our church, over our, uh, over our workplaces. Let's move forward in the mighty name of Jesus. In fact, let me pray two things. If you're watching today and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life, in fact, it was echoed all the way back from Genesis chapter 3 that there would be one coming and that you would have an opportunity to accept Jesus as Lord. Step number one, and it doesn't end there, but that's step number one. Would you pray these words with me? In fact, the Bible says this in Romans 10, 9, and 10, that if you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and you will believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved from death to life, from eternal separation from God to eternity with God. Pray this prayer with me, would you? Dear God, I believe that Jesus lived, died, and rose again for me. I accept him as the Lord, as my Lord and my Savior. Thank you for forgiving me of all of my sins. And today I'm in your family. In Jesus' name, amen. In fact, if you prayed that for the first time, the most important thing to do is to tell somebody. I'd encourage you to reach out to us, maybe by the social media platform that you're watching today. Go to our website, connect with us on the contact form, or if somebody's been telling you about Jesus, get a hold of them by phone or shoot them a text and say, I just made a commitment. I made Jesus the Lord of my life. It's the most important decision that you'll ever, ever make. It's the most important name that you'll ever confess. And it's a name that you're going to use every single day over your life. Secondly, I want to pray for all of you today. Whatever you're facing, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is your healer. Jesus is your peace. Jesus is your wisdom. Jesus can make the crooked places straight. Jesus has all authority. Jesus made not one mistake. You can anchor everything in him. In fact, he's always with you. He never leaves you, never forsakes you. We know that where two or three are gathered, he's there, right? He is always there. And in fact, we read in the Bible again, he's forever making prayer for us. So Father, I pray for all of us today, whatever we're facing, whatever's in our mind and our heart, Jesus, you're our Lord. We're not facing life ever alone. We thank you that we repent, we believe the gospel, we believe in your name. Jesus, you are Lord. Your Lord over our bodies. Your Lord over our financial situation. Lord, you're the one that gives us directions in our employment, our careers, with our family, with our grandchildren, our children. We thank you, Father, that you are our healer. You're our rock. We stand upon you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Remember, as we get ready to go into this new year, remember the powerful name of Jesus. That name that Peter and John didn't think they had anything, they had everything when they had his name. As we receive our tithes and offerings right now, I want to read this one verse that Jesus said. In fact, it's in Matthew 6:33. Jesus said these words, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness 
and all these things will be added unto you. I remember this. If I put his kingdom first, if I put it first and it's not my desires first, it's his first, he's going to give me those desires. He's going to give me the desires of my heart. Those things are going to be added to me. It's when I get those in reverse that I want the things first before him. That's when things get out of alignment. But seek, seek first the kingdom of God. Let's pray this together as our prayer. Pray this to your heavenly father as if you're the one praying it. Say this with me. As I give in today's offering, I bring the first fruits from all I have received from the hand of the Lord. I give in thankfulness for the harvest I have already reaped and in faith for the harvest that I'm going to reap. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. In fact, if you're giving today, you can go to our website, hillschurcharcadia.org. You can click on the Give button on the top right-hand uh, par portion of the website. It's safe, fast, and secure. If you want to write to us, at the bottom of the page is our P.O. Box, the Hills Church, P.O. Box 661419, Arcadia, California, 91066. And we thank you for your support and your faithfulness for the ministry of the Hills Church in Arcadia. The Lord bless you. Hey, as we do each and every week, uh, we remember Psalm 121, 1 and 2, but we'll be back in services uh, on campus next Sunday, January 2nd. Don't miss out, Communion Sunday. But remember this verse today, this week, Psalm 121, 1 and 2, I look up to the hills, but where does my help come from? Where does your help come from? My help, your help, comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. Hey, the Lord bless you. Have a great day after Christmas. I trust you're still with family celebrating. You got maybe a household to clean up. So glad we got to spend time together remembering the powerful name of Jesus, the name above every name. God bless you. Have a great day and we'll see you soon.